Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. episode 404. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It is absolutely gorgeous. I have the office door open again and I can hear the the leaves falling. Like you can literally hear them as they're moving through the trees and hitting the ground. And it just is absolutely beautiful here. So I'm hoping that you are going through the same change of seasons in some way, wherever you are. And maybe this is another invitation to get outside this weekend to go sit with our planet and listen, listen to her beauty, listen to the, just the delight of, of things going through transformation, because that's what's happening. There was a great book. I think I might've read this in um, a past podcast. It's called The Fall of Freddie the Leaf. It's beautiful. It's just an amazing little children's book that talks about death, but it shows through this leaf that, you know, is created on a tree and then stays on a tree through the summer and then falls to the ground and this whole cycle of transformation. So there you go. (laughs) Children's book suggestion. Yeah, I, gosh, where do we start? I, I've had so many titles and ideas for today. During the week, things will just sort of pop and I'm like, oh, that's going to be a great thing. I'll make sure to mention that on the podcast on Friday. And then another day or two goes by. (laughs) 10 or 20 other things come up and I, I've forgotten the things that I was going to talk about from last weekend or Monday or Tuesday. (laughs) So this morning, this morning I was feeling like I wanted to talk about spaciousness, about how it, how it feels right now in my world, in my reality, because I've cleared out, I've mentioned this before, I've cleared out my office space. And so there's, there's not a lot of furniture in here. It just feels bigger and calmer. I've done a lot of cleaning in the area next to me in our basement down here and and that just feels lighter. Um, I've been working on my website clearing things that are outdated and and stepping into this rebranding that I'm doing with Infinite Embodiment. It's just this turning over of energy but it creates all of this spaciousness inside of me and around me and expands the energy the container that i'm sitting in so i was going to talk about that but i think i just did (laughs) then i was feeling into well what is the spaciousness i'm going to take you through my mind for a moment what is the spaciousness about like why why is that so significant or why is that feeling so good to me right now and what i get the sense is like it creates more room. It's it's like the I I have more space inside of myself to discover something new about myself or to um, <laughs> both of the animals are here right now. <laughs> Star has been like 
moving around the room. You can probably hear his uh, tags ringing. And Jay just came behind me and started scratching at the little container where I store some of my books. They're like, uh, yeah, there's more room for us in here too. When <laughs> you get all the furniture out. <laughs> but I've been feeling there's, it's like there's room for new to be formed or brought forward or understood when when I feel the release of old old energy or stagnation or something that that has just been sitting for a while. Another great example, I was at my parents last night and they're about to do some renovations at their house and paint the walls and redo the carpet. And my mom was saying um, something about the artwork and she loves art. She has a beautiful art collection in her house. And and so I was sitting in the on the new couch that they just bought, looking at my mom and seeing the art where it has been sitting for probably 15 years in the same place on the walls. And I said, what if you take all the art I mean, you're going to have to anyway to get the walls painted. You're going to have to take the art down, take everything away from where it used to be. Just put it to the side and start completely fresh. Because when you put that new piece of the old piece of art in that new position, that new place on the wall, it's going to look like a new piece of art. You're, you're going to see it differently because it's got a different environment around it. And it's playing in relationship to the other things around it in a new way. And you're in a new position looking at it. And so everything is just going to feel like it, it has a new energy to it, a new expression to it. She's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Which leads me to the title for today of being brave being brave and and when I was feeling into okay all of the spaciousness is creating room for new to evolve and move through me for me to discover something new about myself I was like oh so really it's all about just being me and then I thought well that title the title of the podcast isn't about being me because it's not about me it's about what I activate in you as you hear this. So it's really about you. I'm having my experience. You're having your experience, but there's this co-creation that happens when we play in video or audio together. My vibration connects to your vibration and, and something shifts, something new is expressed between the two of us. So I'm like, okay, so it's not about being me. <laughs> well, what is it about? And, and what I could feel is it's, it's about being brave being brave enough to be me, being brave enough to be fully you, being brave enough to do something outside of our comfort zones that's going to allow us to create space, allow us to expand, allow something new to start kind of, you know, whispering at your ear and say, hey, <laughs> are you ready to look at that thing that maybe you weren't ready to look at before? And now there's space for it. So I had to look up the definition of brave which there's many definitions. I this time went with uh, Miriam Webster. Often I'll go with Google or Wikipedia. <laughs> this one is what I liked. It says, having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger, fear, or difficulty. Let me say it again. Having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger, fear, or difficulty. Some of the other ones were more focused on like war, being brave, or just simply about danger. You have this scary thing you're going to have to go fight, and so you need to be brave to go fight it. And 
I, I feel like my definition is maybe a little, it's more focusing on the emotion of it. When, so let's do some examples. We'll just play with this idea of brave together because one of the things that I will share will probably get you. <laughs> It'll be the thing where you're like, oh, damn it, she sees me. Like, I need to be brave about that thing. Or it might be many, but my guess is there will be one that is more powerful than others. And so I'm just going to name a whole bunch of things we could be brave about and and then trust whichever one does that to you. Like, <gasps> that's probably the one you want to start with. So there's there's being brave with expressing a truth to ourselves. So for me to say, uh, for example, I'm afraid, I'm afraid in my rebranding that it's, it's not actually going to represent fully me. And so, ugh, right, what if it doesn't come through? And so there's that, that internal looking at myself and being brave enough to go, okay, that's a fear. Yes, that's a fear. Be brave and do it anyway. Like Do that thing that you're not really wanting to push the comfort edges of yet, but that you know you need to. So there's that internal dialogue. Sometimes it's external. We have a, a conversation that needs to be had with someone and, and it right tightens the knot inside of our stomach because we know we're going to have to express ourselves, our identity, our knowing of who we are. We're going to have to bring that forward and bring it through the throat and express some words. And so the gut tightens, like, don't say that thing out loud. <laughs> Sometimes it's public like this. It's a, a broadcast message. Being brave enough to say whatever that energy is that you know needs to move through you and, and be shared. And many will have some sort of reaction to that being able to do that anyway brave enough so that it's just energy moving and whatever it creates a ripple is what it's intended to do and that's why the energy needs to be released sometimes brave is health wellness it's that it's that feeling of um i know i'm not at optimal health with myself i know that my physical body is lacking something or um, being pushed too hard or too stressed out or I've already had a disease identified and so now I have to be brave enough to walk the path of that disease to see what that disease is here to teach me and so there's that that sense of do I have the mental and the moral strength to to walk the path and be in alignment with myself and so often health from my understanding health is as I scratch my eye not wanting to look at that <laughs> health, especially when you have looked at the work of Louise Hay. It's the emotions, the energetic block within your body that sits underneath the physical illness. And, and when we walk a path with disease, it's the emotional journey as much as the physical medicine journey that brings the gift. It's it's the relationships that shift as you allow support or express your truth or share your pain or share your fear or share your weakness. You know, illness and weakness often go hand in hand because the body is bringing us to a stop so that, so that we have to be with whatever is wanting to show itself to us. And so it takes an immense uh, courage and bravery 
to to walk that path with the disease in alignment with our own truth in integrity with our own truth knowing the doctors may give us information but ultimately it's my body and i'm the authority over what's happening and so i have to trust myself i have to be brave enough to speak the truth of what i know works for me to my team of compadres who are walking the journey with me sometimes being brave is you know related to business or commerce or financial abundance it's that it's that knowing as i squirm in my seat it's that knowing of like we're and i have so many people that arrive to me in my work they're at this crossroads they they know like i'm here and i could go this direction i could go this direction and i don't quite know which one to do <laughs> and so i'm sitting in this place in between knowing like they're very different paths they're going to be very different outcomes and and this is the safe one perhaps and this is the rebel not been walked before path that i don't know how to do <laughs> so maybe the safe one is the one i should be following what i love about energy is it shows the truth always it just names you know in in the work i do like you just name the energy of what it is what it looks like you just name it and when you name the thing that you see it's it can't be ignored it's like um people say there's an elephant in the room <laughs> not literally an elephant but there's an energy in the room that people are dodging or not walking around well as soon as you name that there's an elephant in the room or you name that there's an energy that needs to be looked at you can't ignore it anymore it's it's been named now <laughs> so you kind of have to deal with it and i believe that's why that's why energy reading is so powerful when when i can say to someone like well here's here's what it looks like if you go this way and here's what it looks like if you go this way i'm not attached it makes no difference to me it's your journey you're walking it here's the information <laughs> but when you see it when you see the two contrasting energy images it's like it's like um what a good example be often it's as simple as like it's a small little bush or tree if we're going to use nature images it's a small little new growth thing or it's like this blossoming <laughs> like rose bush or oak tree or palm tree or some flourishing energy image or this <laughs> right? and so when you see those two contrasting opportunities you're it's like you can't deny that would it be really difficult to be brave enough to walk that path to go to that thing <laughs> when this is what the alternative looks like <laughs> come on <laughs> go this way <laughs> yeah yeah which i'll read this i'll read this little quote that has been sitting on my desk for the right moment perhaps this is the whole purpose of being brave right is exactly this quote so I have the Wayne Dyer desk calendar and the month just switched to October. So for October, he quotes James Allen and it says this, the greatest achievement was at first and for a time, a dream. The oak sleeps in the acorn, the bird waits in the egg and in the highest vision of the soul, a waking angel stirs. Dreams are the seedlings of realities. And isn't that really what being brave is about? 
it's it's that knowing i i know there's this possibility of something extraordinary something extraordinary a reality that is everything i've ever dreamed of and yet i sit here in this place not yet achieving or realizing that dream that i know is possible there's a gap between the two but we know we know that it's a a potential and so to me being brave is do i have the mental and the moral courage and strength to be able to move through that gap to take the first step to go in the direction of that dream that i want to realize that tree that oak that's sitting in the acorn that what was it the highest vision of the soul awaking angel stirs like do i have what it takes to get to that realized dream because right now i'm sitting in the unknown dream <laughs> it hasn't manifested yet <laughs> and the answer is of course of course you do of course i do of course we all do we wouldn't have that dream if it wasn't a potential that we could manifest it wouldn't it wouldn't occur to us like i have no dream of making a rocket that's going to go to space i absolutely love being here on gaia so i don't want to go to space until i transit out of gaia as a soul so that dream of making a rocket just doesn't it's not a dream i have and so it's not something i put my energy and my time into for elon musk it's a reality it's his dream that he's building a reality because it's the gap he's trying to cross and so, so trust, like if you have a dream, if you have a, a compulsion, a, an urge that is like, you know, like that sense of like, oh, I gotta do it. I gotta move in that direction because I can't not, I can't not, I can not and I'll sit here. And what happens, let's perhaps look at the alternative when we're not brave. The alternative is I sit here I just talk about the dreams and I get sad because the dreams haven't manifest, even though I haven't done anything to move towards that. <laughs> it's 11, 11. And I have illness in my body because I'm out of alignment with my energy or I'm blocking or holding back. So I get, you know, like tightness in the neck and the shoulder or stomach issues or throat problems because I'm not speaking my truth or my heart, right? We start hunching over. I know what my one friend and I always argue because I'm like, oh, my back, like my neck. And I said, yeah, there's something about my heart chakra because the heart chakra is right, the shoulders. I'm like, I must not be opening my heart chakra right now. She's like, or you could just be sitting at your desk and you're hunching over because you're looking at your computer. <laughs> I'm like, yes, and, and why am I doing it? There's something energetic first before the physical manifestation. Always. Always. So when, when we don't, when we're not brave, when we're not brave, and we don't have the mental and the moral strength to face the fear, to face the danger, danger in quotes, right? Is it really danger? Not really. It's an imagined danger. It might feel like danger if people are projecting at us or people don't like what we are wanting to manifest, then it might feel like their resistance is dangerous. But is it? Is it really? Like when, when we sit with the thing that we're imagining as the fear or the danger, just sit with it, just 
be with that. Like, is it really dangerous? Perhaps in past lives, it would have been in previous times in some countries in the world, perhaps it is dangerous. Perhaps it does mean life or death. If that's the reality that you chose to be in, if that's the world that you created, then that may be exactly what you manifest. But even that, <laughs> just from my perspective, death, it's, it's just the ending of this physical lifetime and the moving into another lifetime, beginning another journey, moving into something else of the soul's creation. So if, if the death is what you manifest, it's because you were ready to go into whatever the next experience was anyway. And so, so it's not wrong <laughs> or bad. It's, it's where your dream, that's your next dream because you, you move into that. I know people don't like my theories <laughs> on death, but it's, it's true. It's truth as I see it in energy space. So anyway, let's go back to <laughs> imagined versus real danger for the majority, I believe, of those who would be watching this video or tapping into this frequency. Being brave is not going to be life or death for us. It may be endings. It may be completions. There may be uh, resistance from those around us who don't, don't want the same things we want or aren't in alignment with the dreams that we're moving towards. And so when we're brave and we're like, yeah, I'm gonna do that thing and here I go, others around us might go, uh-uh, uh-uh, you stay, you stay where you are, you stay small or you stay weak or you stay in that little bush, all right? You don't go into <laughs> being that big oak tree, you stay in the little acorn. <laughs> And if that's the case, maybe part of what we need to be brave about is changing some of, look at Jade, she literally came up on the desk yesterday, <laughs> changing some of the, the relationships that we have around us so that we call in those who support that next level of our dream, that next expansion for us, that next growth edge. And that, that's hard. Well. I shouldn't even say that because that's limiting. That has felt hard to us before. Oh my goodness. She is, <laughs> she's totally wanted to say hi to you guys. She's literally walking around and she's not normally allowed on the desk. But she's being very brave, apparently, <laughs> pushing the edges of our comfort zone. <laughs> oh my God, she's just so cute. You can see the little black ears over the top of the computer. <laughs> you are a funny girl. Let's see what she's going to do here. Hang on, you get to see Jane. Yep. <laughs> you sweet little girl on the floor. <sighs> yeah. So why is this coming up? Um, I mean, first, it's in relationship to spaciousness, right? More room and being more myself. What what has been beautiful this week, I, you know, I don't know if you guys have this, but I have this sometimes, not very often, but sometimes where someone just suddenly pops into my Instagram feed or YouTube channel, or I've talked about this because Minopon Tarot popped in and then all of a sudden brought me all these amazing messages and Santero has been that guide for me. And, and this week it's this woman named Blue, B-L-U, it stands for Bliss Love Unity. And her Instagram account is Blue of Earth, B L U of Earth. She showed up a couple of weeks ago somewhere in Instagram, and 
I think it was through an Aubrey Marcus podcast. And then all of a sudden I'm looking at her website and she's just so different. Who is she and what's she about? <laughs> and then she was interviewed or had a podcast with Aubrey Marcus just this week. And I started, I saw that it was there, but I didn't start watching it. So I went to her Instagram page to kind of look through some of her things. And she had a link that said, watch this for the most transformative video of my journey so far. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm into that. You know, that's what I want to see. Those moments of huge transformation in someone's life. <laughs> and so I watched it and it was beautiful. It was beautiful and profound. And I could feel like she went through this experience of transformation and spaciousness and evolution and being brave and then sharing, sharing what her brave moment was about. And so then yesterday and today I finished the Aubrey Marcus podcast with Blue. And she talks about her work with the plant medicine and her her experience of truth and story and and being brave. And then he talked about the definition of a witch and the energy, the vibration of witch. And it was just so cool to listen to this conversation. And I could feel I could feel how being brave, if I don't even know if that's the right word for that. Being in alignment, maybe it's better, was simply the two of them sitting down having a conversation. But that conversation being shared publicly, that was brave. That's brave. Because they're expanding their container of, of the edges of their capacity by naming these deep truths inside of their, their beings and their journeys. And right? And so as that goes out, he even said like, and now the mob is going to come. Well, I don't, I wouldn't put that limit on. Do we have to have a mob? No, <laughs> maybe in past times, we don't need a mob. So I don't feel like we need to create that. But the, the courage, the moral and mental strength to face the fear of saying the thing that you might be afraid of getting rebuked for or judged for, saying it, just putting it out there ripples it ripples all of this beautiful energy into the consciousness of our planet and so then humans start watching and they feel the vibration of what was shared there and they're sharing it like i am here and they're talking about it and it activates a new level of bravery and courage within themselves and and then seeing that someone else has the mental and moral strength to face their fear gives us more moral and mental strength to face our fear it serves everyone. It serves everyone. And even for those who appear to be the mob or appear to be the one who are projecting or saying, stay small, don't do that thing. Go back into your little tininess, be the little bush, don't be the big tree. <laughs> even for those who are saying that, something in them gets sparked. Something in that person who's projecting is like, oh shit, <laughs> they're expanding. Oh shit, the ripples are coming into my pond. The little bush is expanding and it's bumping into my bush and my tree. And so now I've got to adjust. And this, this is co-creation. This is flow. This is flow. It's, I am in alignment with the highest and best version of myself. And as I do that, I bump into you who may not yet be in the highest and best expression of yourself bump <laughs> right and so then 
you got to feel what you're feeling and and see what shifts. Isn't it incredible? I I just find the human journey magical. So here's the last little nugget I'll share, and then and then we'll bring it all home, <laughs> as I say in the gym. What what I have been feeling for a while. I feel like I've shared this in the space, but maybe not. What I've been feeling for a while is that our planet as as the consciousness of Gaia, as Earth is shifting and evolving into whatever she is becoming next, the power, the energy, the 8 billion humans are generating with all of our activity, all of our mental and emotional strength and courage, like everything that we are activating in our human selves and creating and building and we're we're it looks like ants we're like little ants running around creating power we're like bees in a honeycomb we're like buzz 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 buzzing and gaia is the queen bee the queen ant who is just feeling what's happening in the hive what's happening in the colony as all of this energy is being generated by all the worker bees and the worker ants. What, what is happening? The intensity is expanding the container. The energy is shifting and moving and becoming more powerful and bigger. So why would Gaia want that? Why would that be a focus of Gaia's energy? Or why would that image be coming through to share with you right now? And what I have been feeling for probably since the beginning of this year, at least really powerfully, is that it's like, it's like if Gaia is the queen bee, the hive is about to go through a transformation. The hive is like about to shift into something new. And from her centered stillness, holding everything that 8 billion of us are doing, she can see what that next pop, is going to be how the expansion is going to suddenly move into something new we as the worker bees the worker ants can't can't tap into that fully maybe we have brief moments like right now or in plant medicine journeys or in deep meditations maybe we can just tr tap in for a second and feel but we can't access all that gaia is aware of and holding space for and so our contribution to the whole is to have our alignment be the highest vibration it can be. Have like, like if you see everyone as a bee or an ant, be the very best contributor bee that you can or best contributor ant that you can. Pick the best contribution, give the best of yourself, be brave because as more and more and more of us are speaking truth and being in alignment with ourselves and being brave, that vibration of truth and, and expansion is rippling through the whole collective and touching everyone and pinging everyone awake or pinging everyone into alignment. And so it moves us towards whatever this collective shift is going to be faster and with more grace, I believe with more ease. Instead of looping, spinning, projecting, resisting, pushing against whatever the system is or the, the argument or the other side, instead of all the <laughs> if we just focus on being the best contributor we could be right now, being brave in whatever it was that you got activated when I said, what are you going to be brave about? I don't know if I said 
relationship. I think I said speaking truth about relationship, but there's another little piece I want to make sure to add. Loving, loving as openly and widely and deeply as you can in all of the relationships that matter to you. Going all the way in, that is brave. Not holding back who you are and, and how you want to show up in those relationships. Like going in, that's brave. That's great. So when we all are becoming <laughs> braver and being the best versions of ourselves that we can be, I feel like we support Gaia in this, right? Whatever her thing is that she's being very brave about. I, I've always seen Gaia as like the newbie or the underdog in the universe. <laughs> I don't know why, but I always have. She's like, the little engine that could, that's how I describe her in one of my books. I'm like, she's like the little engine that could, she's just trucking away, trying to figure it out, <laughs> trying to get there. <laughs> and in the consciousness of the universe, she's beautiful, beautiful, and so intelligent and so advanced and proving herself, if that's the right words of consciousness, proving itself, but proving herself to all of the other planets or thought forms she's she's right at the edge of the precipice of going I know who I am I am this and being completely uniquely holy herself the consciousness the energy of Gaia taking her place fully in the energy of all it's it's that final expression it's like um, how I see the arc of a soul. I've talked about this before. If you see it like as a rainbow, when we're birthed, we're at the beginning of the rainbow. And as we evolve as a soul, we eventually get to the end of the rainbow. We're that purple color and we merge back into source white light. Like we just, right? Or you could see it as a complete loop. I feel like Guy is right at the edge. She's just right at the edge of this final claiming of who she is. And, and when all of us as humans are here to support that evolution, which of course we are, we wouldn't be here. We would be on some other planet or doing some other thing. We're here to be part of the co-creative energy of Gaia. And so as she's about to like, ta-da, <laughs> universe, here I am, Gaia, and I do these things. And I, oh, by the way, eight billion souls are hanging out in my little space. <laughs> what have you got going on? <laughs> right? Like, wow. So what's our part of that? Perhaps our part right now, our contribution is to be as brave as we can be to not take that safe, small little bush path, but to like, go be the tree, go, go be the whole forest, <laughs> go, go be the grand sequoias and the redwoods. Like, don't just be this little tiny bush, go be, be brave. And when we do that individually, one, 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 it ripples. And that energy, that frequency is what we're now contributing to Gaia. We're giving her this energy of massive courage. And maybe that, this makes me want to cry, but maybe that is what she is just waiting for so she can pop into her fullness. It's, it's an extraordinary contemplation. It's, 
the most beautiful imagery to take into your meditation time. Like that possibility. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. I, I have a front row seat. I am right here in this incredible dialogue with our planet every week, sometimes every day, but constantly feeling, feeling, feeling her excitement, her anticipation, her delight, her delight in how close she is to this next expression of self. We're here watching and participating. Well, how about we start supporting? <laughs> how about we up-level our game, be really brave to support her evolution? Because what that brings, maybe this is the last little gift I'll offer. <laughs> Gotta drink some water for this one. When, when I have tapped into, what is it like post pop? Well, I've talked about it. I, I read the chapter from um, One Day Gaia's Gifts from the year, oh my goodness, was it 3178? When, when I describe the energy, the consciousness of the planet and the humans on the planet breathing back into this moment but I'll share with you. anyway, you can see that it's in, um, I'll put a link to that podcast in the description for this one. But I'll remember, I'll put a link to that. And that way, if you want to go right to it, you can hear it. <clears throat> but <laughs> I'll give you the abbreviated version for those who don't have time to go listen to that. So post pop, when when Gaia <laughs> suddenly just here she is. Here she is. She's complete. And humans, thank you. Thank you for the work that you have done. You have helped me evolve souls and human bodies. Amazing. <laughs> now, here I am. Her focus, her focus completely shifts to creative play to it's like, um, it's like the artist who graduates, um, who graduates with a master's. Well, that's not even the right words. I guess it is. It's like the artist who studied, 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 and finally realizes I'm done studying. Now all I want to do is just create and show you what I can create with everything I've ever studied. And so the artist just gets the biggest canvases they've ever had, and they bring in new colors, and they're mixing new colors, and they're painting new scenes, and and everything just comes alive because the, the artist has all the tools necessary and the palette and the canvas are brand new. And there's no guidelines anymore. There's no restrictions. There's no like you have to do it in the way that I'm teaching you how to do it. It's just creative play, expression, delight. And so the artist can draw fantasy scenes or reality scenes or humans, whatever, right? Like it's a whole new, it's a whole new evolution. And I feel that for Gaia, like as, as she evolves, we've all been working, working, co-creating, making it happen, right? <laughs> Just think of all the terms we use. When suddenly Gaia is complete and she doesn't have to prove herself anymore and she doesn't have to follow any rules. And, and now she's just this evolved consciousness that has completed the whole arc of everything she had to complete, we're going to see the most beautiful planet. I don't, 
it's like like life moving into technicolor like going from basic you know old tvs to now like the most advanced 3d 5d whatever tvs that just are coming alive as you're sitting there watching them and the colors are brighter than you've ever seen and you have new perspective that's what it will feel like to humans and then we as humans get to decide do we want to play in that way with this new version of gaia it's like um you know, like when you get an upgraded uh, Windows, whatever, 10, 11, 15, 50, whatever, <laughs> when you, when, you know, something evolves on the computer system, some people want to stay back in the old one because they know it and it's comfortable and they're going to stay there. And other people are like, oh my God, have you seen what it does? You see all the new tools and it does this and this, right? Like people are so excited because they see the new possibilities. That's what it's going to feel like with Gaia, but it will be every single sense in the human body our eyes, our ears, the way we hear, the smells, the way things taste, food is going to be, if we even eat food, I don't know what we're gonna do. I mean, I don't know, we don't know yet because it's a whole new structure that's going to be put in place. What is the human form going to be? Way more light, way more light, more luminous, more flow and ease. We're not gonna have to struggle and, and illness I don't believe illness will be necessary to teach us anymore because we will be flowing energy to match the new vibration of Gaia. I know there's a part of my mind as I'm saying all this, that's like, you're sounding crazy. <laughs> you're sounding, you're sounding like you've gone to some fantasy world and uh, <clears throat> we live here on earth <laughs> and we have lots of problems. We have lots of things and it's not going to be that like a part of my mind still still, even with as many messages as I received from Gaia, still wants to hold on to that limitation and say, no, 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 it's not going to be that. Everything Gaia is showing you can't be true. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand how we will become that. And yet it's consistently the same message over and over. That is what I see and what I feel and what I receive. And so if that's the dream space, if that's the dream reality that Gaia keeps showing me, and I sit here in this current reality, the message I keep getting is be brave, be brave, feel that vibration is true and keep aligning with that vibration and do your work here, do the things in this uh, current structure that supports you moving in the direction of that dream and allow Gaia to do the same. Be brave, Viv. <laughs> others, whoever's watching, be brave and be in your truest expression. Because every time one more of us does that, it elevates the possibilities for Gaia. It supports Gaia being more brave. It speeds up the consciousness shift that she's moving through. So why wouldn't I? Because <laughs> I want to be a little bush? <laughs> no, thank you. Palm trees for me. I am hoping that guy is like, oh, for you, we'll create a Moana set and you can just live on a Polynesian island and everything you need will be provided along with technology so you can still do whatever you want to do for your work. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to limit Gaia. Why would I? Like, I have no idea what is possible because I sit here in this current mental and moral structure in which I've created and I don't know yet. 
but I am dreaming of it and being brave enough to express it and brave enough to say, are you going to be brave? Are we all going to be braver? And it's, it's in micro steps, micro moments. It's saying the thing now that you know you need to say or, or bringing your body into alignment today in the way that it most needs or, you know, it's little things. It doesn't mean you have to throw your whole world up into chaos and then watch it all fall down on you. It's little choices and steps. And you just keep moving forward and being brave in each moment. Badass awesome. <laughs> and also, you should watch Blue and Aubrey Marcus because that was just fun. That was magic. Just, just magic. <laughs> so I will share those links. Oh, and then I'm going to share the link to um, the chapter from One Day Guys Gifts. All right, I'll write all that down so I don't forget. <sighs> yeah, um, let's see. It's a new moon next week, so I will be doing... Um, new moon tarot card reading video that I will share on, is that Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so I will be putting that out. Look for that. I'm sure there will be a beautiful message. We're in Libra. I love my Libras. I mean, I love all the signs, but my Libras are so special. And then I'll make a new moon meditation. Um, I'm assuming I'm going to do a podcast next week, Friday. We'll just kind of play it by ear in case after all the new moon content, I decide not to, but I'm sure we will. And then next week, Sunday, not this week, but next week, I will be back with my uh, Sunday meditation once a month. And it's really, it's really us tapping in and talking to Gaia and bringing ourselves into alignment. So maybe put that on your calendar, 10 a.m. Eastern Live next week on Sunday. And um, who knows, maybe Gaia has a message just for you. I mean, she always does. <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in Viv's Energy Gym, where we are building a community of leaders in this new earth, exploring infinite embodiment, the soul aligning harmoniously with the human body and mind. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.